Hello, traders. Welcome to our daily analysis. Today is January twenty fourth, Wednesday. We are right at uh, almost oh, sorry, already past eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, uh, the notable news overnight, of course. Uh, let's get into the calendar first. I don't know why I don't have it here. Okay. So first thing that's that was not on the calendar was the comment by the U.S. official. Uh, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Steve Steve uh, Stephen Munchen. So basically, uh, the official commented that the weakening of U.S. dollar uh, was is actually not a bad thing, and it's not a surprise that to hear this kind of comment from. A Trump administration, because ever since Donald Trump got elected, remember he's always saying about buying American for American, and he's already waged a lot of sort of a trade war with China. He's very critical about uh, Germany in terms of their trade surplus. So for U.S. government, of course, they are not too worried about the dollar index uh, falling, which is the case if you look at his chart. U.S. dollar index continue to fall below ninety dollar handle. Now this is of course a very important support, and now we are looking to taste the next handle will be eighty seven, eighty nine, and so on and so forth. So uh, if we zoom out, okay, let's keep zooming out. Obviously, we are still, in relatively speaking, we are still in uptrend, right? Everything's twenty twelve. 2013, 2014, and then we break out in 2015. Dollar seems to go up. Right now, you can say, yeah, it's still retracement, but it is a really uh, a sort of a worry area because if you if you put this out, let's say if you put just right here, you are already falling below the 50%, which is again a 91 handle. So now the next critical point will be a 61%, or you can say 38% Fibonacci chart. Of course, this is just a technical chart. It does not predict the future, but it just gives you a sort of a, a, a good a picture in a long-term perspective that dollar really continue to drop. And in this case, we look at the fundamental pictures. We realize that right now, the major forces, the government would like to see dollar drop further to help the U.S. Uh, export business. And the Federal Reserve does not need U.S. dollar anymore because they don't need to buy that much treasury yield. Uh, sorry, treasury bond. So that essentially, they do not require uh, U.S. dollar. On the other hand, you, as I mentioned in the previous video, you heard uh, different central banks in Germany, Europe, and China. Even though it's just a rumor, but China also had a rumor that they do not intend to buy any more U.S. treasury. So last demand for U.S. dollar for all the major forces caused dollar to drop. Now, when is it gonna stop? I think, of course, if you are a day trader or just a trader, you know, you will, of course, have a short-term rebound. You know, eventually people will take profit, so you will have a re uh, a retracement, not a reversal, a retracement. But for dollar to reverse to the upside, then we need a real fundamental change. And that I think has to come from the inflation, because unless the inflation shoots up in 2018 more than the Federal Reserve expectation, otherwise 
we will not see a strong U.S. dollar in 2018. So all things are coming down to the inflation data. Yes, Federal Reserve might still hike in the interest rate, but as I mentioned, as long as they they as long as they do what the market expects, you're not going to see any surprise move in the U.S. dollar. Okay, so that was the big. Uh, biggest news basically yesterday that was outside the economic calendar uh take a look at the calendar so what has been happening obviously the uh bank of japan the press conference or the bank of uh, the monetary policy statement the market regarded as quite hawkish and positive now although uh, the blj official didn't really comment on tapering or the stop of quantitative easing but they did change the wording, and right now uh, it just perceived it more positive stance. So that, of course, give a lot of positive sentiment for Japanese yen. Wednesday, yeah, uh, which is today, last night, London session, we saw the labor market data from UK. Uh, as I mentioned, the only critical point is the average earnings. So it, it, it's the same for all the G7 or the global market, the global country. Everybody is watching about the wages growth, and we did not see that happened in UK. So for now, there really, there really isn't any uh, inflationary pressure for Bank of England. That means that we do not expect Bank of England to turn hawkish or to uh, have a, a pressure to raise a short-term interest rate. Uh, however, that does not mean the British pound will not go up or go down because the British pound react more sensitively to the Brexit news. Now, of course, if you look at cable, uh, it really shoots up in these couple days, but it really has less thing to do with pound. It has more thing to do with the US dollar. We actually you know, broke through 1.4 and then right now at 1.42. So cable is really the biggest, biggest winner for this year so far. And let's see if I have a long-term chart somewhere. Okay. So yeah, cable really, uh, it really seems like a one-way street. Now, obviously I missed the cable trade myself. And the reason is because I, I I got into short US dollar with other pair, which is Euro, which uh, make me basically uh, not able to take another dollar short position. So I really missed the whole the cable movement. And personally, I would never get in a trade at the all time high. So that does not mean it will not continue to go high. It might keep going up, but nevertheless, just personally, I, my trading style, I do not like to chase the high or the low. So I'd rather wait for it to pull back. Obviously, it's not that easy for it to happen. So, you know, you just have to be fine with missing a trade if that's your trading style. If you if you are a trader who uh, would like to buy a retracement, then of course there will always be a lot of time you will miss a trade. Another notable news is uh, the CPI data from New Zealand come out at 0.1%. But this, again, this does not uh, curb the uh, ongoing strength for New Zealand, especially versus the US dollar. And right now, the global risk on sentiment really benefited New Zealand dollar a lot. But 
I think it's going to stop somewhere because Newsy does not really have any internal strength. So right now it's benefited by the micro economy. But once that changed, we should see a big, big retracement in the Newsy, which I'm actually expect to sell it. But obviously I was, I got in too early, right? If you know my Newsy cat trade had stopped out and basically I didn't get into the right timing but all in all, I'm still quite bearish for Newsy for 2018. But we just need a good catalyst for the uh, for the trend to reverse. Uh, crude oil inventory uh, came out at negative 1.1%. So, oh, sorry, 1.1 million. That is more than the expectation. Obviously, less than the previous. But you, you look at the global market, the OPEC, Saudi Arabia, especially came out and give a good, very good hawkish talk, very good bullish talk, basically saying that they're looking to continue the oil curve, maybe well beyond 2018. And we also have the global demand for the oil. So oil is looking well. Now, of course, the big, most important thing for the commodity, as I mentioned, is the weakening of the US dollar. That is a major force to push all the commodity price to a very high point at the moment. So nothing has changed in uh, the fundamental picture from our last video uh, rather things has accelerated so because last time us dollar was still above 90 and we were a lot of traders including myself were still wondering whether we are going to see a big rebound first before we see a continuation of drop and it turned out that was not the case the dollar continued to drop without any sort of uh, retracement. So tomorrow obviously is the biggest event for this week as we are heading into uh, our first ECB events for the year. Now why is it important as I mentioned in the previous video? The reason is because ECB is divided right now. You have half of the ECB members arguing that ECB can become more aggressive in terms of tapering. Right now the Eurozone economic data had been very uh, positive. Everything's very resilient. So the hawkish member argued that ECB can quickly basically finish up the quantitative easing program. And particularly for a rich nation or big save, big saver like Germany, they really don't want to see this kind of low time, all time low interest rate environment to continue. Now you have to understand for Germany, the people are big savers. So they really don't want interest rate to be this low. On the other hand, you also have to understand the Eurozone has many countries, you know, it's not just like one countries. It has many countries with different economic progress. So for ECB, their agenda is for the Eurozone stabilities and, and to help all Eurozone countries to get out of the, uh, uh, to, to recover basically from the financial so that is the agenda. That's why ECB is never going to be so hawkish because they really have to watch out for all the member states. And right now, um, all eyes will be on the President Draghi, which he will have a press conference tomorrow and basically will have a talk to the market in terms of the future of the ECB policy. Now, right now, uh, the expectation is for a dovish ECB. Why? because the euro continue to go up. So for 
ECB to come out tomorrow and being hawkish will only cause Euro to shoot up even further. And that, of course, will jeopardize their quantitative easing. On the other hand, since the market had already expected a dovish ECB, that means if tomorrow the ECB is indeed dovish, there is no surprise. So the question is whether the market is going to buy it, whether the market is going to sell Euro out of the dovish ECB, or they pretty much just going to ignore it and continue buying Euro. I think the market might very much ignore the ECB because it basically, and it's not the first time, right? It had happened last year when Draghi is still trying to talk down Euro and the market basically just shrug it, right? It's not, they don't think that the statement has any legitimacy, legitimacy to, uh, to, to see a Euro dropped. Especially right now, the US dollar is so weak, there is really no interest buyer to get into a US dollar at the moment. But who knows, we might see some reversal tomorrow, oh sorry, a retracement tomorrow. For me, personally, I am interested to buy Euro. Uh, obviously, you know, I got out of the Euro uh, ahead of the comment by the US officials and I really, you know, uh, missed the tr trade basically. But it's not, for me, it was not a bad decision because who, who, nobody can predict that uh, the U.S. official will come out and give this kind of comment. So it was not a bad decision. It gave me a good habit. Of course, you know, when in doubt, I already want to get out. I always want to get out. I don't want to get in. I don't want to be in a trade that I really have no conviction or confidence to hold it. But obviously, right now, it seems like the global picture is quite confirmed for a weak dollar and a strong euro. So if tomorrow ECB is dovish, that will be a good point for euro to at least come down a little bit for me to get in at the retracement. But as I mentioned, we might not even see that. We might just see a little bit of sideways movement and a continuation of upside movement. Uh, other than that, don't really have much going on tomorrow. Now, obviously, on you know, Friday, uh, the CPI data from CAT is important. Right now, the NAFTA deal, uh, you know, I don't think we have any news, basically. I mean, if you look at the media or the news outlet, they did say that we have some positive uh, progress for the NAFTA, which is not really the case. You know, the, the reason dollar CAD continue to drop, it really is because the dollar weakness, right? It's not, it, NAFTA is just, negotiation just started now, just started now. So don't believe everything you, anything you read, on the media, right? for 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 CAD to gain strength or to gain this kind of a momentum right now, it's really because the dollar weakness from yesterday's comment, and also you have a little bit of oil strength from today's uh, crude oil inventory. So that's why we saw CAD continue to drop, dollar CAD continue to drop. Okay, so currently that is my trade right now, dollar CAD. I'm still in this trade. Euro yen, I'm also still in this trade, uh, still holding, still in a sideways movement, but these two are already in the break even, so there are no risk in these two trades. The third one I have is the uh, Swiss yen, 8 hour chart, this one also not much going on, you know, sideways movement, so I'm still holding this trade. And other than that, obviously my other trade got stopped out, Aussie yen, didn't 
con- didn't make new high and really basically drop. Now I'm still very interested to buy Aussie this year, and I just want to see some sort of a catalyst happening for Aussie right now. And uh, yesterday's comment, besides that, it helped to uh, continue the dollar downtrend. It actually also uh, diminished the equity market. Basically, U.S. U.S. equity market closed in red. Why? It's because this kind of protectionism talk will not be too good for uh, the economy. Will not be too good for the U.S. business. So that's why you see an equity market end up in red. If that's the case,、um, if the market continue, global market start getting worried about the trade war. Obviously, that's going to turn the risk sentiment off. And if that's the case, that's going to help the Japanese yen even further. So that's why I don't want to get into Aussie yen at this moment because right now the Japanese yen is still very strong. And Aussie itself hasn't had much catalyst happening.、Uh, if it's Aussie dollar, obviously it's a much better choice. But it's just a matter of choice whether you like Aussie dollar better or you like Euro dollar better. But all things are equal. It's best if you're not in this kind of dollar short trade.、Uh, don't rush in. You know, it's best to wait for the ECB meeting tomorrow. After the ECB press conference, then you will have a better. Clear understanding that my personal bias is to continue buying euro dollar or Aussie dollar. Okay, so we'll see what happens tomorrow, and just a very quick updates for the market. And if you have any question, again, feel free to let me know. I'll be more than happy to answer your question. Okay, thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye bye.